All right, stand with me this morning. And we had a long day yesterday. And, but I enjoyed every minute of it. We went to Indiana, see my oldest sister. They slept a birthday party on her. And I didn't know when she came in and everybody hollered surprise whether she was going to have a heart attack or what. But she looked so pitiful. But we just had a wonderful day. All my brothers and sisters was there, families, nephews, nieces, all of that. And we're just so thankful. I'm so thankful that I've got a family that loves one another. Now, some of my family, I don't love their ways, but I love them. And, but we had a great time and rode up there with Gene Dale, Sis, and we had a wonderful talk up there and back. Stopped and eat breakfast yesterday morning, and then we stopped coming back late yesterday evening, sit, eat again. That's one thing we and Gene Dale are going to do when we out, we're going to eat. And so, but we just had a wonderful time. And I thank God for that, for giving everybody a safe journey up there and a safe journey back. But I'll be honest with you, when we left yesterday, I've been reading, I've been studying, and I thought, well, I don't have to worry about it when I get home. God's done give me a message for in the morning. Don't you know when I got home, and I went to bed last night, and I was tired, and and, uh, and I got thinking about that message. God said, no, no, you're not going to go there. Has anybody ever talked to God? How many of you, t he, sometimes he tells you some things you don't like to hear? Man. <laughs> I said, okay, God, where are we going? And I got up this morning pretty early, and... I got the Bible, I got to going through it. And so this is what I wound up with this morning. Uh, look with me. First of all, I want to read a verse, and then I want to go to another place or two, just to bring you up to what, it, what the Bible's really saying, what God's really saying to us. Over in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. Is that what you got there, Lee? It said, Paul was writing to Timothy. And I know you've heard this a number of times, but we want to look at something this morning. He was writing to Timothy, and he said, Timothy, this know also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Dean was talking about the times and how close they was getting and I told my wife I said he's all over my sermon but that's all right I got more would you bow your head with us Heavenly Father we bow our head once again this morning God we're so thankful for another beautiful sunshiny day Lord God so thankful Lord that you give us all an opportunity to come out God to your house this morning and to worship you this morning Lord, as I've always said, when we come through the door, we're here to worship you and to lift up your name and praise you. When we leave out of them doors, we go out into the world that's sinful and ungodly. But we go out there to serve you and invite people to come in. Lord, we're just so thankful for this church this morning. We're so thankful, Lord, for those that's watching on Facebook this morning, listening on radio or whatever it may be, God.
for you're so thankful that your word is going out this morning. And I know you said it with none stand before you and have an excuse because God just, it just won't fall with you because everyone this morning across the country is having an opportunity to listen to your word, to accept you, accept your word for who you are, what you are. So you said we'll stand before you one day and give an account. And so God will stand there without any excuse. Lord, we just thank you for the word, the Sunday school hour, the beautiful songs, Lord. And we just ask now, God, that you will be with me this morning, Lord. Just reach down and touch this old hard, worn-out body, Lord. And I know, God, you said the Spirit would overcome the flesh. And I know it to be true because it's out many times. And I expect you, God, to help me once again this morning. Because without you, God, I can do nothing. But with you, I can do all things. In Jesus' name, amen. amen All right, Paul said here that he was writing. He said this know also, that in the last days, perilous times will come. I want to get back over to that here just in a little bit. But, that, and the message, I think, is up there this morning, things we need to know. Is that the title of the message I got? I'm old, Golden, I can't remember, but, and I couldn't, ain't going to look back. But. And so the things that we ought to know, and one of the things that we need to know that what the Bible said is going to happen in the latter or the last days. We need to know them. We just don't need to know them. We need to take them seriously because if we're not taking them seriously, we're going to be left behind. So he's said things we need to know, things we've got to watch for. And Brother Dean, and out of the book of Jude, and, and you know, and that it was a great message there this morning because there are all kinds of teachings going on this morning. Amen. All kinds of teachings. And I'll have to agree with you, there's so many of them. Well, I'll get back to that in a minute. But over in something else, we need to over in 1 Timothy, Chapter 4. You got that, Lee? Verse 1. Listen to what Paul was writing to Timothy in his first letter. He said, Now the Spirit, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter, what does the latter mean? The later days, the last days, last time, some shall do what? Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Yeah. Come on, Amen. So when I read that, and I thought about it, Rick, I see that happening just about all the time. I see it happening. You say, you see what happening, Ralph? I have seen people... I've had people to come through the church. Uh, hey, man, there's good workers in the church. Uh, and you'd think they're going to be here forever because they were so righteous, so godly, and so, and just sound, you know, they were just, they were just somebody to be proud of, you know, because they're really concerned. But they're not here today. And it's just not this church. It's every church everywhere. Amen. 
Notice what he said. The Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter days, the last time, some shall... Now, he didn't say all. I didn't say all. So the Bible don't say But some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil. And that's just what Dean was talking about uh, 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 this morning uh, in, in his message, in his teaching there, uh, that there's so many. Uh, and I want to go over here and get back in here just a little bit. He said... This know also that in the last day, perilous times shall come. And listen why. Uh, for man shall be lovers of themselves uh, and not on self. Covetous, broke, uh, boisterous, proud, blasphemer, disobedient to power, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, discontentment, fierce despisers of those that are good. Are you getting a picture of this morning, church? In the last day, there's an evil spirit out there in the world today. There's an evil spirit, uh, hey man, that, that is taking over good people. Well, why is he taking over good people? Simply because... Uh, Good people are allowing him to do it. Preachers are allowing it, the devil, a demonic spirit. The demonic spirit, me and Gene Dale were talking yesterday, Seth was coming home. And Gene Dale said, you know, Brother Ralph, he said a lot of people don't believe in demon power. But let me tell you, how many believes in that demonic power? And let me tell you, they are strong. And we came past years and years ago, we've been to Indiana. And we come back by that same place, and every time I come by on, uh, 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 on 65, I think about it. And I just asked, asked them, I said, y'all remember years ago what happened right down through here? And they said, yes, we do. We had to pull over, the four or five cars there, and we had to pull over, and there was a demon had got into one of our loved ones, and we had to pray it out, and we prayed it out. Let me tell you something, church. They are real this morning. And they're just waiting to get into whomsoever that they can get into. You say, well, what do you do about it? There ain't but one thing you can do about it. You've got to pray it out of them. But it's hard to pray it out of them when they don't understand what's happening to them. People today that used to let God and the Holy Spirit lead their lives and control their lives, uh, now they're letting another spirit called the spirit from hell, and that's a demonic spirit from the devil. He has got in and they're listening to him and following them today. We're living in dangerous times. And some people say, well, Ralph, say that's scary. Well, if I could find, let's see, let me look back over here. I want to find something else. And for Second uh, Timothy chapter, chapter 1, is that where I'm at? First chapter, uh, uh, in verse 6, listen to what Paul said when he was writing to Timothy. He said, 
I thank God whom I serve for my forefathers with pure conscience, that without season I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance. We need to be called to remembrance of these things that we're teaching and preaching this morning. Uh, he said, greatly desiring to see thee and being mindful of the tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance uh, the unfeigned faith that is in, uh, in thee, which dwell first of all in thy grandmother Lois uh, and thy mother Eunice. Uh, and I am persuaded, uh, Paul said, it's also in you, Timothy. Amen. Amen. Generation after generation there, three generations, that Paul was a praising for the Holy Spirit uh, that they for listening to it. And he went ahead and he said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance uh, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of thy hands. Uh, for God hath not given us uh, the spirit of fear. Do you hear that? God has not given us a spirit of fear. Why? Because God has put His Spirit in us. Uh, and He said, Greater is He that is in me uh, than he that's in the world this morning. Hallelujah! Let the devil come. But if you're where you're at, He can't get in unless you allow Him to get in. Amen? <laughs> he said... <laughs> We need to stir up the gifts that in us, the gift of what? The gift of grace, the gift of God's grace, the gift of His Holy Spirit, the gift of grace of His forgiving us. Amen. God, I feel awful tired this morning, but I feel like now I could preach for two hours. <laughs> he said, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. I like that word power, of love and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, for of me, or nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Let me tell you what's happening to a lot of these preachers today. Their churches, their people is not accepting the word of God. They're not accepting the truth. They don't hear, want to hear the truth. And the pastor, these pastors uh, are in it for the wrong reason or whatever the need is. Uh, and they say, well, I, I've had a preacher tell me one time. He said, I'd like to get you to come per preach at my church. He's preaching over across the road in revival. And, and he said, I'd like to come and get you to preach for me, Brother Ralph, sometime up at my church. And, and he come back uh, after he heard me preach that night. He said, Ralph, he said, I'd love to get you up there. But he said, you'd scare my congregation to death. Mark, man, you don't agree on much, but that's what some people need is to be get scared. Amen. If there's ever a time to get scared about your life, uh, it's this day and time we're living in. Why? Because I've just read and read and I'm preaching uh, that we're in the latter days today, church. Uh, just look around you. The Bible has done said these things uh, was going to happen in the last days. Uh, and they're happening right before us. But America's going on with deaf ears and blinded eyes. Uh, and they're not paying no attention to it. But one of these days, my friend, uh, the trumpet's going to sound uh, and Jesus is going to appear and this old thing's going to...
going to be over with. Well, glory. I may sleep all evening, but I'm wide awake right now. <laughs> He's not giving us a spirit of fear. He said, don't be ashamed to stand up and testify for the love of God, the grace of God that He has given us. Church, we can thank Him every day, 24 hours a day, uh, and we still could not thank Him uh, uh, completely for what He did for us uh, when He went to the cross in Calvary. Uh, let me tell you, friend, uh, he, we can have the greatest gift uh, that has ever been offered because He's done prayed the prize uh, and we got to blown to Him. Now, when we get saved, uh, let me tell you, uh, we no longer own ourselves. We no longer believe our, uh, our own and do ourselves because God said, uh, I sent my Son uh, and He paid the price for you. He bought you back. Amen. Amen. We've been bought. You don't own yourself. Hey, some people act like, and I've met preachers, act like just because they preach that God owes them everything. Preacher or not preacher, let me tell you something. God can't give you no more than what He's already given you. Amen. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. If you'll follow Him and listen to Him, I'm going to tell you I've drunk a lot of alcohol, and I'm not bragging and boasting. I told you, yeah, you know, I said, these things that I've done that I'm ashamed of. If you live a sinful life and you're not ashamed of it, then you're not saved, my friend. You're not saved. But I'm going to tell you something. When Jesus Christ came into my heart and life, Ricky Buster, He just didn't change the inside of me. He changed the outside of me too. Because He said this body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. He gave us his members, amen, not to use for sinful stuff, but to lift them up and praise them, amen. Hallelujah. So he said, he didn't give us a spirit of fear. He said, this is also in the last days, period of time will come, and I've read that, and men shall be lovers of themselves. Well, how many know that? They some men so struck on their self. I'm resting a minute, Ricky, for the last mile of the way, but I'm going to run it. They don't have that, that blasphemy. That, they, that, they're disobedient to parents. All oh, these young people. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't disobedient to parents, hey? Y'all do everything your parents tell you to do, huh? What about it, young puppy? Y'all do everything your parents tell you to do? Y'all do everything you hear your Sunday scooter tell you to do? You do everything you hear the pastor telling you to do? Well, you better start doing it because they love you. But they can just do so much. And then he went on. Now, so these are things we just need to know. That in the last day, the latter day saying is going to start pop. Paul wrote Timmy hundreds of years ago, told him what was coming in the last day, and they're coming. Does anybody recognize they're coming? 
Does anybody recognize they're already here? We need to remember these things. And we just don't need to remember them and seeing what's happening. If we ain't right with God, we better get right with God. <coughs> He's not going to wait forever. And then Paul went on over there in chapter 4. Just before he died, before he cut his head off, he said, he told Timothy, young Timothy, he was a preacher. He loved Timothy. He loved you so much he called him his son, you know, a lot of times. He said, Timothy, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick, that's the living, and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Now what that's saying right there, whether you're dead or whether you're still alive, every one of us is going to stand before God one day and give an account. The Bible says every eye is going to behold him, going to see him, every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if he's not yours this morning, you're going to be left behind. It's going to be left behind. So he was, and here he told Timothy, he said, Timothy, he said, preach the word. When my, when I got ordained and uh, got ordained and my ordination was preached, Brother Lewis preached this to me right here. He laid this charge to me. He said, Preach the word. Be instant in season. You preachers hear that? <laughs> you know what it means? Be instant in season. Out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with law, long suffering, and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust, listen to this, after their own lust, Shall they he after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers and preachers having each in ears? And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fowl. But watch thou in all things endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry. Now, preacher, that is a stout charge to be laid to us. Hey, man, that's a stout charge. But do we see this happening again? As I said, I've worked with people over the years. I've seen them come and I've seen them go and some of the best people in the world. And where they at now, I don't know. But there's come a time... He said, in the latter time, these things will come, Ronnie. And so the time is here. Listen to what he said in the back there. Part. He said, preach the word. Be instant in, season out, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all on suffering. For the time will come when they will not endure. You know what that word endure means? They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. And what did he say they'd do? Sound doctrine, they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own, after their own lust. Not what God's saying, not what God's telling them, but because of their lust. 
because of self, they're going to go out and find them a church, find them teachers. Things are getting awful quiet. I can only imagine some listening on it, watching on that Facebook what they're going through right now. But it's a truth, and they need to hear these things, Dean. For the time will come and they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, go out ha lust shall they heap to themselves teachers a having each in ears. I've seen people come and go. They used to shout. They used to do this. They used to do that in church. It's before the act. Before the act. They've said, Brother Ralph, you're the best preacher, best pastor we've ever had. Before the act now. So many people. Is this a perfect church? Absolutely not. And don't you think it is? Absolutely right. Our old brother Carl there. Absolutely right. The devil, the devil. That's just what we've been preaching here, Carl. They've went out and got them teachers, you know. It's just like the Word of God is too hard for them. I've heard people say, well, my preacher don't say that. Well, I don't care what your preacher says. It's what the Bible says is what counts. Too many, too many people today are following their path. They're falling in love with their pastors. Amen? And that's all right to love your pastor, pray for your pastor, but don't you think just because you're, you're not going to get in on my coattail, amen? If you get in, you're going to come to this church. And Brother Dean, I thank you for that comment this morning. Uh, about teaching, preaching the truth here. I always have and I always will, Tim. Uh, and no matter if it gets down to 10 people, uh, I'm still going to preach the truth here. Uh, I'm not going to stand before God one of these days uh, knowing what the Bible says, knowing what God says. Uh, and I'm not going to go out here uh, and I'm not going to start living any kind of a life, amen, and tickling people's ears. Uh, so if you expect to get your ears tickled here, uh, I, I'm sorry, you just better move on somewhere else, amen, because I'm going to preach what thus saith the Lord, uh, and if it hits you, it hits you. Uh, if it hits my children, it hits my children. Uh, if it hits your children, it hits your children. Uh, I'm not going to compromise, never have, uh, never will compromise uh, the Word of God just for somebody. Uh, I hear the, uh, uh, one day uh, over in the old church over there, we're having a revival in this preacher come in, I'm not going to call on him, he come in and, and he was sitting up there in front and he looked back across there and he said, uh oh, I said, what is it? He said, some of my congregation come in a while ago. I said, well, good. He said, well, he said, I'm going to have to change my message. I said, change your message? What do you mean? He said, well, they are not living to the standard of God. In other words, they're living one with one another. They come to church, they're good tithers and everything. But God's given me a message, and he said, I'll preach it, he said, they won't come back to my church. <laughs> you better be scared of God, I'll tell you that. 
And he didn't preach it either. But let me tell you something, that preacher's never been back in the pulpit before I preach it. If a preacher ain't got, I had, I had somebody tell me that one time, so Ralph said, see who's here? Said, you, and I said, that's what I'm going to preach, I'm going to preach. Preach it. I said, yeah. And they said, love will make them mad. I said, well, that's going to be on their problem. That ain't going to be my problem. God gave it to me, and God said to preach it, and I'm going to preach it. And you know something? I preached it, and you know something? The people still love me. They may not be a doing right, but they still love me, and I love them. I love everybody. I just don't love a lot of people's sin and wrongdoing. So Paul told him, he said, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Rebuke and all of this. Let me tell you something. If I didn't love you, every one of you, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't spend much time studying. I wouldn't stand, spend as much time praying for you. I just wouldn't worry about you if I didn't love you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't preach the way that I preach to you. He said, go warn them, Ralph. He said, go warn them, son. He said, the day of evil is coming. Well, the day of evil is here. And all the things, does anybody realize what, what a world we're living in right now? He said, when these things come to pass, he said, you better look up because your redemption is drawing near. We're getting close, church. We're getting close. Paul said, told Tim, said, preach the word. I was told to preach the word, and that's what I'm going to do, Ricky. If anybody likes me, they like me. If they don't, I can't help it. I, I, I'm not going to answer to you one of these days. I'm going to answer to God. 